Welcome to Mommy's on a Call, your sacred space to laugh, learn, and feel like a real grown-up human for a hot minute. I'm Stephanie Uchima Carney, a mom of three under six, serial entrepreneur, business strategist, and donut connoisseur, just trying to get through the day one cold cup of coffee at a time. I believe that with more intention, a positive mindset, and self-care, it is possible to thrive in motherhood, business, and life. My mission is to uncover the daily rituals, life lessons, real-life tactics, and favorite tools to inspire and empower you, mommy, to get the most out of life every single unpredictable day. So grab your headphones, tell your kids you're on the potty, and tune in weekly for some laughs, knowledge bombs, and plenty of real talk with real moms, and maybe a dad or two. Welcome to the Mommy Pod. Hello and welcome back to Mommy's on a Call. Today I'm bringing to you the super badass and inspirational mom of four, Didi Wong. She is a mom of a boy, a girl, and identical girl twins. She's an award-winning keynote speaker, Hollywood TV and movie producer, business and speaking coach, and angel investor. Is there anything you don't do, Didi? Welcome. <laughs> Thanks so much, Stephanie. I love your energy. And uh, I, you know, I do call myself, uh, people do call me, you just like a superwoman, but I don't see myself like that. I just, I am a Gemini. I like variety. You and I both. <laughs> so that's interesting. I'm a Gemini also. My birthday is oh, June 7th. And actually I have four of the five members of my family are Gemini. My really? two kids so you've got and my lots husband. Of personalities in there. Yes. <laughs> well, no wonder why I got along with you. Just chatting with you, I'm like, wait, we have the same energy. People call yes. me sometimes a super mom, and I'm like, what is your deal? So yes, yes. My birthday is May 22nd, so I am kind of on the cusp, but I'm leaning towards Gemini for sure. And oh, I'm a I dragon. Uh, I'm. <laughs> I'm a dog. So yeah. Well, I wanted to start with what is your biggest mom win of the week? Oh, what is my biggest mom win of the week? I'm thinking about my week. Oh my gosh, there's so much. You know, I will tell you very honestly that I have in this pandemic, I have overcome not being so stressed about my kitchen being messy. I think that's a big win because my husband and I both work right now. We're in, we're in Los Angeles and we're locked down. Actually, they were, they lifted it up a few days ago, but in the 10 months we've had it, it's been no babysitters, no cleaning ladies. And we really have been working very hard at knowing each other's schedule, my husband and I, so that he can do the kitchen at sometimes I'll do the floors and we really tag teaming it. So I would say this week, I, I was actually quite fine with seeing my sink filled up with all sorts of stuff and bleeding out to the counters and be okay with it. <laughs> and not, not, in a, not in a sense that, oh my God, now I can live in a really messy house, but just like, I know when I will get to it and I'm not gonna stress about, oh, is, I can't hire help or blah, 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 that kind of stuff. That's a big win. <laughs> I love that. Well, on that note, can you give us a little bit of context about your family structures? You said your husband and you both work. Tell us a little bit about your roles in your family, your children's ages. What does your family dynamic look like? Perfect. My husband and I have been married 18 years. My, our oldest is 10. He's Jean-Pierre. And then a second one is Joliette, all French names. Second one is seven. He, she just turned seven in January. And then I have identical girl twins and they are five and a half, Dion and Dior. So 
I just put them into school, the twins, into TK on Zoom. They, I, I figured they were not so keen on Zoom at the beginning of the pandemic. Now they are, and, you know, it's still, Mommy, I can't find this piece of paper. Mrs. Irvine is saying, you know, this page, and I can't find it. They're screaming out while I'm in my office, right? So the dynamic is, you know, a little chaotic here. I have to say I'm very blessed that my older two are very responsible and they do go into their rooms with their iPads and they know exactly how to go about school and they come out for breaks and make sure I, I have the food there for them, you know, <laughs> and snacks always like, mommy, can I have some snacks? <laughs> I think, you know, the other win I will say that just came to mind is that I've trained them to, in this time, my son knows exactly how to do laundry and they know how to separate their darks, colors and whites. They know how to use the machines. So pretty much my son is in charge of laundry and it's pretty good. I mean, I'm the one who folds, but, you know, transferring from the wet to the dry and all that. And the girls are very good at unloading the dishwasher. <laughs> so, you know, hey, you know, I got four, so better put them to use, right? <laughs> exactly. I, I'm waiting for the day I can put my three to use. I The two and a half year old does like to put the silverware away. And so even if they're not in the right direction, I'm happy with the effort. One year old's right. pretty much useless, but uh, yeah. <laughs> the five and a half year old does some stuff, but I need to really start to empower them to help out and do that. So you say, Stephanie, you know, quickly to chime in because I'm a mom of four and now in a different stage to you, I have this new feeling. And by the way, I'm prepping a Ted talk on this for moms. It's really about that period of time when you feel a loss. I've been really feeling that lately with my children growing up and you're still at that sweet, beautiful stage, you know? So my last ones are now five and a half, right? So I'm really like treasuring every second of them being cute and wanting to hold mommy, wanted to sit next to mommy, wanted mommy to feed them even, right? So I, I just think, hey, all the moms out there listening, if you are at that stage where, you know, it might feel like, oh my gosh, my baby is still a newborn, you're breastfeeding or, you know, their toddler touching everything and just really treasure that stage because once you're out of it, oh, like I am just longing for my fifth baby, maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, yeah. I'm not. I'm joking. But, you know, I, I, I would just warn all moms, please do videos galore on all those moments because I treasure watching those videos now. I think that applies to almost every stage though, as parents, That's I talked true. to someone the other day with a teenager and they were saying like, you know, there's less time in their life before their kid goes off to college than they had before. And they're even missing the last few years of that. Right. And so yesterday was my daughter's first birthday and I started crying watching. I made a video, a little mon montage of her first year. And I, part of me was like, I miss having that baby. I miss just holding it. Yes. And then part of me yes. is like, oh, but then I look at how independent and now my older ones are and it's exciting. And yes. I know we're always forward looking <laughs> and we can't wait for them to get in school so we can, you know, launch that business or start the next thing or have that free right. time. But you're also going to miss that, that period of time Very now. And there so. are ways to make what you want and you think that you're waiting for to happen now. And I so, agree with you completely. Yeah. Right. Well, I wanted to ask, so you and your husband both work and you have your kids in distance learning at home and you mentioned you don't have any babysitter or childcare. 
Yeah. How, what does that look like? How do you structure to get your work done? Because I know you're a busy, busy mom, yeah. but also a busy entrepreneur. How do you structure your days to get, yeah. get your work done? This is when a mother of multiples come in actually very much as a blessed position than maybe a mom of one, right? So they take care of themselves. It's like a daycare center in my house because uh, seriously, my second daughter who's seven, she is like, I call it in England, a prefect. Like she's the, the one who decides what to do with the twins. They're like their little, they have a little class and she would say, okay, why don't we do this? Let's go and do that. And I, and I hear and I smile because she's truly taking care of the twins and have always been the leader of the, just really somebody, let's go color. Let's take out, go to mommy's office and get three pieces of paper. Let's go, you know, so, so that has been a real help the fact that they can be independent. And of course they come in and mommy, can I use this pencil or can I get this, you know, scissors? But otherwise structure is just, I've trained them since the beginning of the pandemic that they must pick up their own stuff. Still constantly have to say, you know, okay, I'm giving, and then I make it into a game. Okay, you're gonna, I'm gonna give you 30 minutes from now. And I, they hear me press, you know, the bell and other the alarm or the clock, the speed thing, the timer. Sorry. And then, okay, we have 30 minutes. So we had to, you know, and they go into the speed mode of cleaning up. So, you know, I think for sure I have it easier actually than a lot because I've got four and, uh, <laughs> you know, so I, I like to see things as half when's half full, right? When did yeah. you, I guess, see that switch? Because for a lot of us, like myself, my oldest is the same age as your youngest. And so- right. When did you see that transition or how did you do it when they were younger? Because when did you start your company? I already had a company when I had all of them, but okay. that was now part-time. And then I started another one at 2016. Then I started another one, 2018. So I never let the children or time in my mind block me from what I wanted to do. I just went on the fact that I know I'm not getting any younger and I want to make my next 25 to 30 years really matter. And I find, because I'm a coach, I do come across a lot of women, especially moms, who lose their identity. And as soon as they have their first baby, they don't know if they are supposed to be a full-time mom or if they're supposed to go back to their corporate jobs or can they really become an entrepreneur? So when I first started, I really was a life coach. So I really actually helped them mostly to accept the fact that they are a mom now and there isn't, you know, to try to help them with their identity. But now more so with business coaching and speaking, you know, you actually can do it all with the children. And, and I'm an example of it. You know, in my four years, I've come back out to the world to work, to work, right? I'm working for, for myself at home, really. But I have been able to achieve so much with, you know, still having, I was breastfeeding full time, right? You know, back then I did have a nanny to help, but still I was, I'm a very hands-on mom. I really love to do the work and all my people, you know, we're Asian. So all my friends in Hong Kong and Asia who live a very luxurious life think I'm absolutely crazy. The fact that I don't really want so much help that, you know, that, but also childcare here is 
10 times more expensive than it over there, you know? So there's a little, you know, I was like, but I do love doing the work. I love the quality time with them and teaching them, knowing that what they're learning at school and all of that. I have to say third and fourth grade math and it's it's like what what are they learning i'm just it's so difficult so my husband does all the homework stuff <laughs> and i do all the planning uh, I mean, we definitely have roles in what we're good at doing to help out in the house right and i do have a well i kind of whip my husband into shape and at the beginning the first two weeks i was just like i'm doing all the work here excuse me we're both working and and you know we do a calendar and might might be a good thing for your listeners i we use a calendar called cozy oh yes C-O-Z-I, i've heard of that you know yeah, yeah. So i'll put that have, in the show notes <laughs> yeah so we have color coordination for all our children so you know i'm i'm yellow my husband is the black color and then our ch- children are different colors right so there's back then there was soccer baseball you know and then the ballet and then the gymnastics and you know who takes who and and we can really kind of organize our lives on that app and it's been very useful during the pandemic because Michael sees okay I have zoom call, I'll put zoom call recorded so he knows that it needs to be quiet right and then I always go outside right before I record even I did it today and say okay my my podcast starts at 10 a.m you know, I need quiet. Although this podcast particularly, <laughs> I told, it might be okay because I'm talking about being a mom and they are going to hear that. Exactly. And the name of the podcast is Mommy's on a Call. So right. if they walk I in, you can use that, that line. <laughs> yeah. And I said that to my husband and he said, oh, well, then that's okay. And I'm like, no, 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 but still please try to keep it quiet. <laughs> well, so you are a speaker and you go around and you speak on, you know, stages and possibly travel pre-pandemic and all of this. Yes. And your kids were younger. How did you make that work with your husband, with your child care? I know you said you had a nanny, but I assume a lot of these things involved you being out of the house and being gone and you didn't have your youngest two in school. How did you and your husband and your family structure your schedule? Yeah. So I have an amazing mother-in-law who is retired and she, she cares about nothing but her grandchildren. So that was very, you know, lucky on my part. So anytime, you know, I had a calendar back then, you know, where I'll know I'll be gone three days here, two days there. So it was very structured in a way, okay, let's plan out the next six months. And then I won't take some speaking events if I know I couldn't find anybody to to help, but my sister-in-law as well. So I always beg and ask, and they're like, don't beg me. We love coming over, you know? And uh, so that, that helps my husband truly is a superman and really does take care of things when I'm gone. But when I'm gone, I'm not really gone for that long. It's usually one night or two nights. I'm, I'm in for the day I speak, I speak and I, I'm out. So, um, and I talk about quality time rather than quantity of time a lot with, you know, mom podcasts. And it's really important to actually really understand that because it's not about you having be at home all the time but not having any type of connection with your kids and when I was flying a lot whenever I came home I really could spend quality time with them right and and actually I felt like they love that I don't feel like they felt oh mommy's always gone actually in fact now because of the pandemic we are I'm always on zoom 
And in fact, I hear that more now saying, here, here comes my son, <laughs> about to use my printer to, you know, <laughs> so, so, I'm going to tell him to be quiet. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that now it's even more, mommy, you're always working because I, I am, it's easier because I'm home now, right, all the time. So there's always a green, a, you know, a, a positive and a negative in whatever situation you can be in. <laughs> right. Well, let's talk a little bit about the reason you became an entrepreneur. I think you mentioned was to have the time freedom and a lot of moms think, yes, I want to be an entrepreneur. So I have the time freedom, but then they realize that they don't because they have kids and everything going on. And we talked about you possibly quote being the super mom. So with that time freedom, how do you create that time freedom in your life? Oh, I love talking about time freedom. In fact, this is literally, if you were to pick five things that Didi Wong is known for, time freedom is something that I actually talk about a lot when I speak. I truly believe the happiest, if somebody fulfills their purpose in life, and the biggest thing that you can achieve for yourself is not financial freedom, but time freedom, because then you can do whatever you want with whomever you want, whenever you want, right? And you know, the time freedom thing for sure in America is easier than when I was back in Hong Kong. And with four children, it's about organization. It's about time management. And, you know, that's why I brought up the calendar thing. And I really, truly time block my time. And I, and I organize it in a way that, okay, Monday through Friday, I still go into my office, which is in the house and they see me, right? But I do come in anytime from eight at least to, I probably finish my day around three or 4 p.m. Uh, there are days when it's longer, there are days when it's shorter. And I still put priority in taking my children to track practice. I mean, even during the pandemic, we're all gaining the quarantine 15 pounds, right? So I, I actually recently just like, had enough we must work out together as a family and in fact it was funny because I was thinking of my children first and I'm seeing my son because he's such an athlete and I'm like oh no but he's gaining so much weight and this is not good this is not good so I actually hired a private personal trainer and actually for the for the sake of track because they love track and so through that I know I'm wearing off topic here, but through that, I took them to track and I took the time out of my schedule to drive in my big van, all four of them to track. But then I'm thinking, hold on a second, I am going to track with them. I might as well work out with them, right? That's Why would genius. I be sitting here? Yeah. <laughs> sitting there in the stands, like on your phone doing exactly. something. <laughs> what a waste of time. So I said to the coach, would it be okay if I join? He's like, yeah, of course. I said, would it be okay if I join next time? He said, well, why not now? <laughs> so I'm like, oh yeah, why not now? So actually we've been training the five, the five of us with, so the four children and me, and this way is family time as well. Isn't that cool? I just oh, thought, that's so hey, cool. that's genius. <laughs> So yeah, we go to the fields, the park and work out and he, you know, they get to see mommy, you know, and they're very athletic. Even my twins are like, we run up this hill and they're faster than mommy. And so it's really good to see that they see mommy struggling too. And I'm not always the best at everything, right? It's good. And, and the dynamic is really beautiful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I veered off. No. <laughs> well, that answered my question on how you squeeze in a workout. Right, exactly. <laughs> 
it's really about organization. Honestly, it's time management, being a little bit strict with the time. You know, when do you want time with your husband? Same thing, like, okay, children must be in bed by nine. Uh, school night is 9, 9 p.m., so they start getting ready at 8.30. And if they're not tired, they pick up a book and they read in bed. That's, that's kind of our rules. And in terms of, you know, date nights with my husband, we used to, before pandemic, every single week go for a movie and dinner and connect because my husband and I are really good at communicating and just download each other's week. And, and since it hasn't been that way, I have really missed time with my husband. So now we say, okay, everyone go into their room or you can go into you know, each other's room. I want you to pick a toy that mommy bought you. Otherwise I'm not going to buy you any more gifts or <laughs> toys, right? We haven't played and you know, they, so they take out their puzzles. And again, my daughter, Joliet is just amazing. You know, she just, okay, mommy, you know, and then I'm like, we need you to give us two hours. Okay. No coming out for two hours. And so for you, it's a little bit young for them, but at the time now I can really communicate with the children to have that time. It's really, really been great. I say communication with your children, treat them like adults. Don't think that they don't understand. They really do. If you put that scheduling idea in their heads and time blocking and all of that, they're going to grow up to be very, very well organized, right? So um, I, I really can see them picking that up from mommy and daddy. So that's a good thing. <laughs> and kids love routine too. Actually, one of my best friends always told me she never baby talked her children. She said, talk, speak to them like adults. And so right. we have always done that with our children is we speak to them like equals, but yet, yes, of course we're in charge, yes. but yeah. we don't baby talk them. We, we communicate with them as if, and treat them with respect. And so right. I, I love doing that. And just the whole routine thing within your routine, do you have a morning routine for yourself or do you schedule time for just you yourself to like focus on whatever that it might be, whether it's self-care or wellness, or do you have a structure to any of it? You know, I will be very honest, no, because I have to say I have been feeling higher anxiety in the pandemic just because I really have not I got to be better. In January 2021, I have been better because of this track coach and starting to do some more self-care. And I, I bought the mirror for myself so I can work out at home. I bought my, you know, the fight camp kind of, I love kickboxing. So I have been making like five times a week working out. And most of the time the, the children are in the room working out with me or mommy, I'm watching you. But I have to say, I have, you know, with no massage of nail or hair so, and nothing is open. <laughs> I have not been able to do anything. And the time that I do steal for myself is, Honestly, here and there, 10 minutes, 15 minutes here when I eat and take a quick lunch break. And I'll kind of binge watch a little bit of Netflix or Hulu, whatever show is up. And that kind of is the way I do it. But I will say I'm a very spiritual person. So the time I have without even planning it is right before I go to sleep, I kind of think in my head, right before I go to sleep, I I do, I, I pray and I kind of just kind of think in my head what's going on in my life and kind of a little bit of meditation, I guess, would be the word. Um, and also right before I wake up to wake them up. So that, what time do you wake up in the morning? About 7 a.m. And they, they wake up, I wake them up at 8.15 
they have assembly at 8.45, so it gives them 30 minutes and to breakfast and then get on the computer. I have to say the blessed part of the pandemic is that I don't have to pack my lunches, the lunch boxes. Oh my God, I hate packing lunch boxes. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, I was talking to someone about how actually the pandemic has made my mornings easier, but now he's back in school. So it's a little bit different, but instead of waking up super early, having to get everyone out of the door, having to get myself ready, having to do all that, I now can sleep in a little bit longer. I can, you know, relax a little, have a morning coffee and have a less stressful morning. And instead of commuting 20 yes. minutes each way to drop off. I can now use that time at home. And right. I was actually saying the silver lining of it is I have more time for myself, which seems a little backwards, but it's true. Yeah. Like, yeah. but now it's different. And he starts school. He has to be dropped off by seven 30. Luckily my husband takes him, but I still have to pack the lunch and all of right. that. But when he was distance learning, it was like, oh, your your first Zoom is at 7.45 and he could eat breakfast while on Zoom. So I wasn't in a rush and it, right, right. it actually was way less stressful. <laughs> right, I will say it is, it is less stressful at home. As long as they understand the routine, it's, it's actually nicer because we really get to see them, right? Of course, you you know, that's, you know, I can't say it's 50-50 because when they go to school, I have the whole house to myself quiet I can do yoga I can I can do so many things when they're completely gone I mean the one thing is I haven't been able to leave my house that's the one thing because either one of us have to be at home with them right so that's that's the yeah but hey you know I'm sure we're going to look back in this period of time when the world opens back up and think, wow, that, that, those were special months, actually, you know, right? <laughs> I'm afraid my kids are going to be like, wait, what? You're not around 24-7? Wait, I, why aren't you home? Like, I think they would rather me working a door away from them than being out yeah. of the house. And so, and then they'll be out of the house and going back to school and preschool and things. And so I think their life will be different. But yeah, it's going to be... Yeah, one thing I thought to add of the structure as well, you know, we, we do say Friday night is like fam- Sunday for sure as a family day. Friday night is when we do like, like our movies and we do have set times where we know, okay, the family comes together. We love to play cards. So there's a card game that we all play and everybody comes and play. We play Uno together. So we, we actually, the other day we started playing Pictionary together because now the five and a half year olds know how to draw a little bit better. And then they sister helps them read the word. And as long as you have, set times to spend with each other quality time or going on hikes together or going on bike rides together. I, I think the pandemic has, has, hasn't been so bad for, you know, the, the parents who only have one child is, is the one I count out to like, how do you entertain them 24 seven by the, and that's hard. That's definitely hard. It really is. I, I can't imagine that because at least my kids play with each other and I can walk yes. away and cook dinner. And yes. even the one-year-old now, like she's okay. She'll roam around, but they have each other and they don't just need yeah. you. So I never thought about it from that way. And being an only child, I was trying to think of like, what did I do as a kid? I guess I played by myself, but you always need the attention of someone. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, to switch gears a little, I know you have this free book on elevator pitches. And instead of talking about, you know, an elevator pitch on your business, a lot of moms out there encounter like mom shaming or afraid when they meet other moms. 
can you address elevator pitching when you're actually a mom and you're ma- and you're trying to make new friends, whether it's in your mommy and me at the park and things like that. I love how you say, you know, people judge you in the first few minutes. They've already yep. have a preconceived notion of who you are. And right. so I know I like, I get scared. And, and when the pandemic ends and we open up, I'm scared to go out there and meet new moms. Cause I'm always wondering like, Oh, are they going to judge me? Cause I work because I've had that in the past where someone made a comment, like Stephanie always walked in on her cell phone or doing an email. Cause yeah. at the time I was working full-time in a corporate job. And so I made time in my schedule to go to mommy and me, but that still meant I was on the clock. Right. And so how can we approach creating our own mommy elevator pitch so that we are more confident when we go out and meet other new moms? Well, first off, my quote of your vibe attracts your tribe really applies here. So don't go out there trying to fit in, you know, that's just going to make you not happy because you're already dealing with a lot with children, right? And you're stressing about all the things that you have to do for the children. When you go and actually have adult you know talks and and conversations with other moms it should it should really be you really being you right authentic you and it's the same way with elevator pitch i always say come as a woman first before your title so it's the same thing you are a mom already everybody knows that because obviously your children go to school together or whatever they're doing play dates together but you know if you are somebody who works then be be confident in that so it comes around to the same foundation of how to live a happier life which is for me is three things in business is the confidence connections and cash flow that's those are the three words i have under my company the yes academy but confidence is really the foundation of living that life where you go to i mean i remember when i first met a mummy group and this was in the preschool and it was a you know more of a posh kind of preschool where most moms are housewives and you know husband goes out to work and you know they they they're well to do because it's a very expensive school right so the foundation are the three words confidence connections and cash flow we're not going to talk about cash flow because this is not business call but to really address how moms feel like they don't fit in I was going into when I first met these women right and they're all you know well to do because I'm going to one of the top school preschools and I knew this was the top one in the area because it was the first one I wanted him to be, go to the best school right no not the second and the third and the fourth is a totally different story because I already learned but when I first went there you know I I owned my company but I wasn't really working in it so I wasn't like I'm the one who worked and stuff and you know it's it's interesting because I remember at that time I would hold breakfast you know at my home to meet all the moms and I would get bagels and coffee and everybody comes in and I would set the table and I made a real effort to really get to know these moms right and we 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 liked each other I wouldn't say anyone became my best friend I did get close to one particular mom but at the end of the day they're going to come and go because your children are not going to be constantly in that same school and you will find that different moms have different feels and I I know whoever is listening they know exactly what I'm talking about because there are the preschool moms and then there are the you know first grade moms and then you know and now in a Catholic school where all my children go we don't even have a connection with the other parents because you just drop them off you don't you don't go there and you hang out or you talk in the maybe Christmas concert or something like that but you know I would say your vibe attracts your tribe meaning that 
don't let who what so what if somebody judges you you're probably judging other people too so you know what we're human beings and it's okay just lead your life with kindness everyone has a different situation i know when i started working back out and, and i was flying around a lot speaking people were probably judging me she's never home she has four children you know even my mother said to my to, said to me at one point i was filming my movie impact and she even said to me being a very Chinese mom, what are you doing? Why are you not just being a mom to, you know, the husband, your husband should be the one going out to do all this stuff, right? And, and, I, and I just like, you know what, I'm doing me because I know that if I fulfill my own heart and soul and what I want to do, my whole family would be happier. And perhaps this is the biggest takeaway for this podcast today is that as a woman, don't forget that you have your dreams too, right? And you have what you have always wanted for your life. And don't let having children stop that from you. And, and perhaps you have to put it on pause for the first few you know, years of their lives, so that, which is a good thing because those are such special years. But hey, you know, I picked it back up when they were eight months, when, when my twins were eight months and I turned 40. And so I think... You know, if, if I could really get to the heart of your listeners, you know, really don't worry about what other people think, what other mothers think. You will attract your vibe, your, your tribe. People will come to you. The right people will come and form friends with you. And the ones who judge you, they're not worth your time anyway, right? And you're going to lead different lives. You're going to move on to elementary school, then high school, then college. And then you're going to switch gears and you're going to grow yourself. But I will say the most important thing for you is to be true to yourself and, you know, come off as the most authentic woman you can be as, you know, with the mom title, but come off as a woman first, right? Before you are the mom and go out there and enjoy and, and give joy. This is what I say. I always say transfer gold dust. That's kind of one of my mottos as well. Like when you come to a conversation, think about what you can do to help the other person to transfer gold dust and to add to the conversation rather than constantly complaining about how stressful it is, blah, 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 blah. Then you can add to other people's lives. And in turn, you know, you're going to find your group and it will be a, a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, would you like to be one of my best friends? <laughs> I feel like I'm like, I totally, I, I like, I resonate with all of that. So yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, to wrap it up, I wanted to ask you, what is your superpower that you gained once you became a mom that makes you better in either business, life, whatever that is? Hmm. I still think that it, it goes circle back to before I truly was obsessed with things being in place and obsessed with cleanliness and toys putting back in the same place. My superpower now is just really be able to live in the moment and be present. You know, if I have a chairs not put back in underneath the dining table and, and things not in place, I'm able to just really understand I'm having, I'm present with my children right now. I'm having a great conversation with my husband. I don't need to rush to do laundry. It's okay to pile it up. And, and the superpower really is to be okay with living your life and being present 
to what really matters, which is time with your children, time with your husband, and time for yourself. And all that comes into play uh, before, you know, having to have the toys all back in place. And, and, and that's, so hopefully that made sense. <laughs> yes, that did. So where can we find you online or in so life? I am so easy to find. <laughs> I have a great social media team, so I'm easy to find. Look at ddwong.com. That's my website. And if you want to directly email me, as dd at ddwong.com. And I want to gift your audience, because we did touch on elevator pitch. I want to gift your audience, anybody who cares to know more about that topic, an ebook, easy to read, you know, while you're bottle feeding, you can have it on your screen to read or something like that. It's uh, ddwongfreebook.com. And you just go on there and you can get a free ebook from me. It's oh, called wow, How to Perfect you. Your Elevator Pitch. Thank you so much. Oh, that's very generous. I appreciate that. Well, thank you, Didi, for joining today. You've shared so much insightful information and I'm really excited we got a chance to chat. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mommy's on a Call. Your support means the absolute world to me. You can find the show notes for this episode and other goodies over at mommiesonacall.com. And if you enjoyed this episode or have gotten value from the podcast, I would be so grateful if you could head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review so that we can reach and empower more moms all over the world together. Thank you so much again, Mommy Pod, and I will see you here next time.